0: Miha Chinese class 101 大家好, I'm Victor.:
1: Hey and I'm Amber. Welcome back to all about Chinese Lesson Three. What's our lesson about today?: Victor? We are
0: talking about the basic Chinese grammar.
1: Yes, and I would like to first extend some congratulations to all of you who are listening for having the guts to click play on a grammar lesson.
0: (laughs) Right, grammar sounds, the word grammar sounds a little bit intimidating.
1: Yes, a lot of us have grammar anxiety. I call it like post-traumatic grammar disorder. (laughs) I think I have it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, I had that when I was learning English.
1: Yeah, but fortunately, ChineseClass101.com, we have developed a therapy just for this disorder.
0: (laughs) Right, a painless therapy.
1: Yes, and we know the current practice is to use Grammar book shock therapy used in Chinese classes all around the world or in your home when you try and learn yourself by ordering like 10 pounds worth of grammar textbooks from Amazon and then never opening them. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) However, um, we're going to give you some sort of like break down a few basic things about Chinese grammar here today that will help you have a head start. For example, if you hate conjugating verbs or you hate like all those gender things, like words that have are male and female, masculine, and feminine, or you can't roll your R's, I think Chinese is a language for you.
0: Yeah, definitely. That's one promise we can make is that there's no conjugation.
1: And no masculine, feminine, that kind of stuff. But it is important to note that do not believe the rumors circulating around that Chinese has no grammar. Some people will say that to you. I've heard many Chinese people tell me that, but Chinese has no grammar. Right. It's because you speak Chinese, you don't have to think about it. That's just like an urban legend. There is some grammar.
0: It's just a lot easier.
1: So, okay, but Victor, I think the gods of language were kind to Chinese, you know? There's a lot to contend with, the tones and the characters.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So the easy grammar kind of compensate for everything else in Chinese.
1: That's right. And so maybe like we where we can start with, you know, the, there are aspects of grammar. How about with the verbs? I mean, that's a really sort of a comforting thing about Chinese. The great thing about Chinese verbs is that they don't change form.
0: Right, exactly. So only one form of each verb exists. So that must be a big relief to a lot of people already.
1: Yeah, so I think a lot of people probably like are in a little bit of disbelief, thinking this is false advertising. But it's not. Yeah. Really, it does not matter who is talking, what they're talking about, who they're talking to, when they're talking. The verb is always the same. So it's kind of like, you know how, Victor, you know like Chinese people when they come and learn English, right? Okay, like, you know, in Chinese people, sometimes when they're learning English, and they're not that fluent yet, sometimes they speak in very simple form of English. They'll say, right. like, I go store, right?
0: right? <laughs> exactly. But
1: that's just Chinese. Right. It really is like that.
0: Right. It's basically you say what you want to say and put a, you know, a word for time or when it happened, and that's it.
1: Yeah, we'll talk more about that in a minute. Yeah. So, Victor, in Chinese, how, for example, would you say, I go store?
0: Yeah, you just say, 我去商店。我去商店.
1: Right. So 我, I 去, go 商店, store. Right. See that easy. Yeah. <laughs> so that being said, it doesn't mean that there's nothing telling us when something happens. Right, Victor. There right. are other things that will tell us when things that the, normally the verb conjugation will tell us.
0: Yes, in Chinese word order is the most important thing.
1: Yeah, because the word order is often your clue to figure out who is doing what and then also there's some time words that tell you when things are happening. Right. Exactly. But no conjugation?
0: <laughs> yeah. So let's start with the most basic kind of sentence uh, just to illustrate.
1: Yeah, so we can talk about word order in Chinese with the normal say Chinese declarative sentence, which means a very simple sentence same as a type of sentence we would use in English being subject verb object. Same order in Chinese.
0: Right. For example, 我学中文。Okay,
1: so, Victor just said I study Chinese.
0: 我学中文。Right,
1: so 我, it means I, which is the subject. 学 is the verb, which means to study. 中文 means Chinese. So actually, it's in English, it's the same. I study Chinese.
0: Yeah, that's it.
1: The same word order. So I'm sure everyone's thinking, awesome. Chinese and English are the same. Yes, awesomely easy. <laughs> yeah, and it is. It is the same in this right. case. A lot of the word order I find in Chinese is not that different from English. Right. Okay, Victor, so it works for I study Chinese. Does it work for anything? Give us some other very simple subject, verb, object sentences.
0: Sure. Uh, how about cha?
1: Oh, you sound so good when you say that. <laughs> so again, we hear 我, which means I. I. Next, we hear the verb, which is...
0: Drink, And
1: then... The object.
0: Uh, cha is the tea.
1: Yes. So, Victor, is it true? Do you drink tea? Is the Is the cliche true that Chinese people drink tea every day?
0: Yes. China has very good tea. I tried that once myself in the southern China, in Suzhou. Yeah. Yeah. At the Longjing, the Dragon Well tea. Oh yeah, something amazing. Tees. Yeah, definitely.
1: So, do you drink tea every day yourself?
0: I I don't do it here. But I think people in China definitely do. Yeah, I think it tends to be older people who do it. The younger people, because you have to boil the water and it's hot. It's always you, know,
1: <laughs> you don't like to I cook, mean, you do you, have to be major. able to sit
0: down and come down to enjoy it. Boiling Otherwise, water is you know. such
1: a hassle. <laughs> <laughs> what with these electric ke- kettles they have nowadays, <laughs> I have to like pour the water into the kettle. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can't really say I drink tea every day, but yeah. I do drink coffee every day. How would I say that? I yeah. drink coffee.
0: Uh, that'll be 我喝咖啡.
1: Yeah, cafe sounds like coffee. There there you go. Okay, so everybody can see how easy it is to start speaking Chinese. We can already say three sentences. Right. Do you want to review them for us, Victor? I study Chinese.
0: 我学中文.
1: I drink tea.
0: 我喝茶.
1: And I personally drink coffee.
0: 我喝咖啡.
1: Right, (laughs) it's so easy. Okay, but I'm sorry to say, Victor, that now we are going to get negative after all that positivity.
0: Oh, why? What?
1: (laughs) No, 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 not in a sad way, but in a negating verbs way. Oh,
0: okay, negating verbs. Yes,
1: making sentences negative.
0: Right, okay, that's easy too. Yes, it's not
1: a negative thing at all because it's very easy. Yeah? Yes, throw the grammar book out the window like we said, (laughs) burn it. No, okay, what happens in Chinese is that to negate a verb, what do we do?
0: The negation occurs just before the verb and any uh, prepositional phrase. And all we have to do is to add our negation word there.
1: Well, two different words for negating verbs. Right. Small little words that you just put right in front of the verb. Right. So what is the most common one? It's 不. Bu. bu.
0: Very simple, but very powerful. It changes the meaning completely.
1: Yeah. So let's just concentrate on 不 because it's the most common for now. Easiest. Yeah. So if uh, we're going to go revisit our Chinese that we just learned. Uh, I study Chinese. What if I don't study Chinese? How would I say that?
0: You just put the 不. In front of the verb.
1: So in that sentence, our verb was study, which was... 学. So how would I say, I don't study Chinese?
0: So you would just say, 我不学中文. You see the difference? Put the 不 in front of 学. Exactly. So instead of 我学中文, which is I study Chinese you would say Chinese." So easy. Yeah, there you go, that
1: works. Mm, but we are studying Chinese, so let's talk about something else. Right. <laughs> the "bu" is nice and easy, another easy part of Chinese grammar. Uh, the other thing that is really important, which we touched on, was if we don't conjugate verbs, how do we express verb tense?
0: Yeah, don't worry, it's also very easy.
1: Yes, you don't have to get tense. <laughs> we know that usually verb tenses make us tense. We want us to go get like a Chinese massage. But in Chinese, they're very easy. So what do we do then? To express verb tense, Victor.
0: So instead of conjugating uh, verbs, we just slip in a time word to indicate when this action happened. Either it was yesterday that already happened, Mm
1: -hmm. or it's
0: happening now, or it's going to happen in the future.
1: Yeah, and so the time word just basically means the Chinese equivalent of yesterday, today, tomorrow, now, later... These time words are just put in to the sentence and it tells everyone when it's happening. Uh,
0: let's start with the sentence with the verb to go. For example, in Chinese is 去.
1: Right. Remember we talked about I go store. Right. So this 去 will never change. We won't mess around with the verb. But what, Victor, if I wanted to say that, for example, um, I'm going to this store, I'm getting the feeling that we just have to use this word tomorrow, right? To tell us when we're going. Right, exactly. So what's the word for tomorrow in Chinese?
0: It's 明天.
1: 明天. Yeah. Now, we already learned I go store. What was that again?
0: 我去商店.
1: Okay, so now where do we slip in this 明天, which is tomorrow?
0: You just put it right in front of the verb and you say 我明天去商店。Right,
1: so that makes a future so tense. Means,
0: right, that it means so I will sense. go to the store tomorrow.
1: See, we promised you become pragmatic and logical just like Victor if you learn Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> so logical. Right, so just easy. say what you
0: need to say and then say. Don't the mess time, around. Whatever happens, right.
1: <laughs> Don't mess around with verbs <laughs> and crap like that. <laughs> okay, good. So, so 我明天去商店。I tomorrow go store. And that will tell me that I'm going to the store tomorrow. Right. Okay, now what about if the time is now? What is the word for now in Chinese? I bet we can just swap it out, right? 现在现在现在。Yeah, that means now. Okay, so for right now, we're not going to go into the tones. We're just more talking about the word order. But in another lesson, we have a lot of lessons on pronunciation. So um, we'll go more into the tones at that point. So right now, the word for now, where do we put that? Can you just give us a sentence if we're saying I'm going to the store now, Victor?
0: Uh, you can just say 我现在去商店
1: So great. Yeah,
0: there you go. You can put it in front of sentence as well. You can say 现在我去商店. Okay, so you can either put it
1: at the beginning or before the verb. Right. Great. Okay, so how about yesterday? 昨天昨天 is the word for yesterday. So yesterday I go store. How do you say that? Yesterday I went to the store.
0: Okay, so you will say 昨天我去商店了.
1: Right, so 昨天 came at the beginning or it could be 我昨天去商店了. Right. Now, there's a little "la" at the end. This is actually also a time marker that we'll teach you more about later, but it shows when an action is completed. It comes in the sentence when an action has been completed. But basically, here, if you hear the zuotian, you know it's yesterday. Right. It's a good indication that it's past tense.
0: Right. And I get just a side note uh, the time word or any kind of um, adjectives always, always come before the noun or the verb. So in English, you can say, I went to the store tomorrow. But in Chinese, tomorrow will always be. Before the verb.
1: Oh, so don't ever put the time word at the end like we do in English. Right. Very good hint. Very good tip, Victor. Good thing you're here. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so um, of course, life gets more complicated than this. We're not saying this is the only way to make, to to indicate time, tense in Chinese. However, um, there are some ways of things like past experience, those sorts of things, but those will come later and they're not much harder than this.
0: Right.
1: You'll master them in no time, we promise. Okay, so here's another big thing about Chinese grammar. Not to fear, but it is an issue, which is
0: the measure words.
1: Yes, sometimes called measure words, sometimes called classifiers. Right now, they're not to fear because you know, English has them too, sort of. <laughs> you yeah. know, like loaf of bread, case of beer, <laughs> right. pair of socks. Sometimes we have these little unit words, right? But in Chinese, what's the difference? Sometimes English has them, not always.
0: Yeah, when Chinese. These measure or counting words must be used when objects are enumerated.
1: Right. So whether it's just one person or 1.3 billion people, you have to use a measure word between the number and the noun. Right. Okay, so how about let's um, take an example. For example, if I wanted to say one book. Now, in English, very simple. I just say the number plus the noun. But in Chinese, Mm. we need our measure word. Right.
0: So you would say 一本书.
1: Okay, can you repeat it slower?
0: 一本书.
1: So e is the word for one. "Shu" is the word for book. "Ben" is the measure word. Right, "Ben" is the measure word. Right. So you can't just say shu." That's wrong. Doesn't right. that make sense. You have to give this little measure word as a classifier. shu right. Okay, how about if I wanted to say four friends, how would I say that, Victor?
0: You say 四个朋友
1: Okay, now, here... What's the word for four? 四 And the word for friends? 朋友 And the measure word?
0: Is 个
1: So could you say it again?
0: 四个朋友
1: Four friends. Right. So here the measure word 个 So you might have noticed something is that the measure word is not always the same. Right. Sometimes you can, you know, certain ones overlap. But there's not necessarily always a rhyme or reason as to which measure word to use. You kind of have to sort of memorize right, it. That's the
0: thing you kind of have to know. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. But there are some that make a bit of sense. For example, if I wanted to say that piece of paper, some measure words actually are for like, say, flat objects, right? In general, like maybe a piece of paper. Right. For example, how do you say that, Victor? A piece of paper.
0: 一张纸
1: Right. E is one.
0: 张 is the measure word here. 纸 is paper. So 一张纸
1: Right. right, so 张, this is good because this measure word, a lot of long sort of flat objects take this measure word. Right. So sometimes you can you can sort of like categorize them, but sometimes you can't. <laughs> right, right,
0: right. Uh, I guess the word "gu" is kind of a fallback on a measure word. Yeah,
1: so we heard 个 when you said 四个朋友, four friends. Probably 个 is just like the most common measure word, right?
0: Right, although it does not go with everything, but most of the things…
1: Like, it's true. It doesn't really go with everything. However, if you can't remember the measure word, it's better to say good than to say nothing at all.
0: People will know what you mean. You know, yeah. then maybe hopefully they'll tell you what the right word is. Exactly. Right. So, for example, like the piece of paper, you would not say 一个纸. Yeah, it sounds weird. Right. <laughs> have but to but say. if you say that, people will probably tell you that it should be 一张纸.
1: Yeah, and that's a good yeah. way of learning. Okay, let's move on to one more thing, mm-hmm. which is universal to all languages, which is pronouns. Yeah. The grammar thing. So, pronouns are things like, what, he, she, it, they in English, right? Right. They're used as replacements for nouns or noun phrases. Mm-hmm.
0: And Chinese has first, second, and third person pronouns.
1: Right. And just like English, they have singular forms like I, you, he, she, it, and plural forms, we, you, they.
0: Yeah. So, the word for 我, wo, which is I, yeah, does not change. But it can either mean I or a me, depending on the position. Uh, in a sentence or context.
1: Right. So you don't, there's only one word for I or me, but you can tell which one they mean just by context. Now, what about if we want to make a pronoun plural?
0: Just add the suffix men to the pronoun.
1: Okay. So for example, we just learned was I. Now, if I wanted to say us or we, how would I say it?
0: You just say 我们.
1: Right. Sounds like women. Yeah, a little bit. Yes. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. That's a good way to remember it. Women, we. Yeah. If you're a woman, maybe not. <laughs> okay. Now, here's something else interesting, speaking of women, is that in Chinese, gender is not reflected in the spoken language. Correct. So what we mean by this is that the word for he is what? Ta. And the word for she is what? Ta. It comes in very handy when you have something to hide. Like, you know, you don't want someone to know if your lunch date was a boy or a girl, a man or a woman. Like, you have a man friend, but you don't want your friends to know. You can just say, oh, I went for lunch with ta, and they don't know if it's a guy or a girl.
0: Right. From speaking, they don't know.
1: Yeah, it's very Uh, ambiguous. Although we
0: should say that for the written language, there is a difference. That's right. Right. So
1: if you write it down, there's a different character for the female ta than from the male ta. Or it. Yeah, also right. it, yeah, it has its own as well.
0: But all three, when you say it, you can't tell which one you Yeah,
1: that's you right. Mean. It too. So, so it could be a male, female, a easier, or an <laughs> it. <laughs> they don't know who you ever lunch with. Right, right, right. Good. Okay. So how about, can you give us some pronouns in Chinese? We've heard a few. Let's just go through the list picture.
0: sure. Definitely. To say I or me is 我, like we said earlier. Also, we or us is 我们.
1: Good. Okay. How about you? Singular. Neat. And then you plural. Neiman. Mm, good. Now we heard the T she it was all ta. Yeah. That's an easy a, one.
0: Ta ta ta.
1: And it, what about they?
0: They, it'll be men.
1: And they, and girls, tamen. boys, it's otherwise. It's all the same. All it's tamen. just common. Yeah. So easy. Yeah. Great. And then last but not least, um, we're gonna talk about one last thing in grammar. Because we know grammar is like we don't wanna like we said it was gonna be easy, so we're not gonna give you too much. The last thing, best for last. How do you make things plural in Chinese? Now we're talking nouns, not pronouns. When you have a noun, how do you make it plural? You don't. <laughs> Best answer ever. Right? <laughs> that's right. You've got to love Chinese grammar. We promise. Chinese people know how to keep it simple. You do not yeah, pluralize now. You don't nouns. do anything.
0: You just say however number of things you're talking about and that's it. The so, noun yeah. always stays the same.
1: So I think, Victor, honestly, that Chinese has redeemed those 34-stroke characters, you know, <laughs> right, by all this simple grammar. Kind of <laughs> exactly. Things. They made it easy in other ways. Yes. Okay. So I think it was pretty painless. What do you think?
0: Yeah, definitely. I hope I hope the listeners find it too.
1: Yeah. And don't worry. Um, Chinese grammar doesn't get much more complicated than this. You can practically just learn it through uh, listening to lessons, um, through hearing other people. You'll It'll come naturally. And make sure you come to ChineseClass101.com for more lessons that will teach you Mandarin in this natural way, the way you want to learn without pain, we promise.
0: Okay. So this is it for now. And uh, we'll see you next time. 下次再见. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we'll see you next time. ChineseClass101.com. 再见. <laughs>